Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. Just wanted to let you guys know that we kind of fucked up a little bit on the intro. Um, still very charismatic and entertaining. However, we get all excited that it's episode 116. It's actually 117 that you'll be listening to. Not that that really matters, but it matters enough to take 30 seconds to let you guys know. So I hope you enjoy this little intro to the intro. But enough of me talking. On to Stream of Thought. Welcome back! Welcome back to episode 116 of Stream of Thought. My God, we're we're about to close out the new year. Like it I, in a few days. Uh, in a few days, and we're going to be in 2019. We are currently in 2019, and we're going to roll on over to. 2020. I almost said 2000. 2000. We're going to roll on over just like Rick's odometer. And you'll understand what that means later in the episode. And so Victor and I, uh, as you can tell, have the chance to be back in the same room again. Just like old times. Just like we've always been. Just we've like never we, left. We have we've never, been here the whole we time. We have never left. We've been ghosts in your yeah. podcast attic, yeah. and we're coming out to haunt you yeah. for this Christmas season, like out. Scrooge McDuck. And uh, yeah, so we talk about <laughs> we, we talk about a lot of different things. You know, uh, we catch up Victor's experiences in Hollywood. Yeah, doing improv, and auditioning, LA. not auditioning. Uh, talk a little Blue Man bit Group. about yeah, Blue Man Group. Rick's is. Uh, 10 year decade <laughs> Rick's decade of just it just un, a series of unfortunate events <laughs> basically a recap of the last 115 episodes of yeah. Shoot Thought more or less it's yes been, a, yeah, series a series of unfortunate, of unfortunate events of events yes and we, then we wrap things up um, with uh, what oh we talked a little about jokes but we, we wrap things up with oh old Bessie Old Bessie, old Bessie, which uh, we're we're which actually, you'll find out about you know, near the end of the episode. We're, we're, old we're Bessie, really excited. it's going to be an experience. Literally, and probably about such a sweet twenty five minutes from now, um, we're going to celebrate a very important anniversary yeah. for Old Bessie. Old Bessie. All right. Well, with that being said, episode one sixteen, stream of thought. We hope you enjoy. enjoy. So I totally forgot where we left off. Cause how long has it been? It's been because you came back. What late summer was it? No, I came back at the very at the beginning of summer. Beginning of summer. Yeah, I so came back uh, Memorial Day weekend. And that is what, that was about seven months ago. Seven months. It's been. Holy cow. Um, so where, yeah, I, I don't know where we left off in life. I mean, seven months, I feel like a lot has gone Well, I know we talked on the phone a couple times, so I'm trying to recap in general, do like a quick recap even. Uh, so what happened, so at the end of May. So at the end of May, I was finishing up at Aldi. It's like another, it would be like another month until I left Aldi and then I wasn't taking an acting class I finished my acting class oh maybe I was still in it yeah I was still doing it and then June is when I finished up one of my acting classes um and I can't remember I don't know I I don't uh 
big things that have happened. In the past oh, season. I went to I auditioned for Blue Man in August. Right, I totally yeah, forgot. We, yeah. we talked about that on the phone. Right, and that was a lot of fun. That kind of like reinvigorated me because what like what was that experience like? It was awesome. Because what, what we did, did improv. You have to do. <laughs> we did improv. It was improv. <laughs> Seriously. So a lot of it was. So at that from so. F- at that time, it'd been like four months, and I hadn't gone to a single audition. And so I go to I go to this audition for Blue Man, and I'm I'm there in the morning, or I'm there on like a Tuesday. So like, so how do you how do you end up finding this audition? To I go had to? submitted myself online. On so like you, you were just going through your Blue Man group. Oh, that sounds like something that would be totally Victor. No, or, I'm going through Actors Access on where you can self submit and blah 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 blah. Blue Man Group, Improv, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, cool, submit. Oh, Next. okay, so you were just going through the list. and Yeah, but I was like, cool, but I wasn't like, oh my goodness, Blue Man, I got, I was like, fucking A, here, whatever, here's yeah, another. Yeah, another submit. Boom. Right. Get your resume forgot out there. And I forgot about it. Totally. And then I uh, got invited there. That's crazy. So they they called, like, they called you back or emailed you back? And I think they emailed me. I would imagine they would have emailed. Yeah, or texted me. No one ever calls. How many people showed up uh, when, you, when you? I was there with, like, 11 or 12 I don't know oh so it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't hundreds or whatever no I mean but they had I don't know how many people they saw I think it was uh, three days of it was weird because I think they auditioned Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I was there on a Tuesday and then there were people that got brought back for Thursday morning you know everyone who they saw so I was there Thursday morning and then after that, people who they were still interested in would get be brought back that afternoon. So then I was brought back that afternoon. And then people who they were still interested in, they'd bring them back Friday. I did not go. I wasn't invited back. And then people who they're still interested in after Friday, they would get an open invitation, um, good for like a year. Like, hey, whenever is convenient for you, come to New York. We'll pay you to train. You may get cut. It's not possible. It's not a guarantee that you'll be blue man at any point in the training you can get cut but you'll be getting paid and you get if they offer it if they make an offer to you you can be like i can do it now or i'll do it in three months or six months but i think it's like a year maybe that it's i don't know but so it's one two three four you pass four auditions by the way that's gonna be great for editing what you're pounding on the table oh, so yeah. close to the mic i don't know do the math there's like four yeah. auditions and then you can go to new york if you make it and i went to two of them after the initial so i got called back twice wow oh my goodness so uh what i, I like this is the actual blue man group right the actual like official yeah like, i don't know here's are, the are thing there though too here's the blue here's the groups? thing though too yeah there's a bunch of them just like there are, there are multiple waffle houses you know there's not oh, one. Oh, really? Oh, so it's there's not is there's is not there like, like a, one single group. There's not because like you can the, go to either one? because on the audition they're like potential to relocate. Uh, you know, site and it's like Chicago, Los Angeles. I don't know New York, Boston, Philadelphia. I have no fucking idea after Chicago and New York, but I think Boston's one of them and Phil. I don't know. That Those are of- places where you could. I think. I think those are places where you could end up performing on a regular basis right but new york is where you go to train i think i think that's how it is yeah but but there there isn't like 
there isn't like the the sub blue man groups and then the the one blue man group that performs nationally oh, on television and stuff like that. I, I, that's crazy. That kind of dispels the. Illusion I feel like there's me. information too that you would only know if you're a blue man. You know, I don't know. I have no idea how it works, but I do know that I asked myself. I was like, you know what? Uh, when um, what if I got offered? I'm just like uh, and leave L.A. Uh, that's a little dicey. I understand I'm getting paid. New York would be pretty cool. Oh, fuck that. Even you if not even if no, 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 no. But even if... Even if it's... I'm there... And I'm just like, you know what? You I don't know. know. And and I didn't get it. And I was like, good. I don't have to make that decision. Because honestly, I fucking love L.A. And I don't know if I'd go to New York, even for a little bit of winter. So I'm, I'm looking for, like, one more reason to go back out east. And if you'd gone to New York, like, instantly, I would have been, I'm there. I'm, yeah. I'm there next month. I mean, who knows? But the thing is, I don't know. I, if I, if, I don't know. I've only been in L.A. for, like, at that point, it wasn't even a year. So let's say but, if I got it. So, so L.A. is everything that's cracked up to be done. For me, it is, yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. But I can see people how they wouldn't like L.A., you know? How's, and you said, because when we had talked on the phone, because I was curious about, like, you see in the news all the time, the homelessness situation. Yeah. And you said that there's no... Everywhere. Yeah, but you said it wasn't, like, a, a th- like feeling of threatened... No. Everyone's just... Or anything like crazy. that. It's everyone's just everyone's just... crazy. Just, there are, like, a ton of people are. Uh, well, I don't want to sound like an asshole and say crazy, but there I mean, are, for sure, a majority of them are People, mentally unstable. Right, yes, who have a who have a yeah. very yeah <laughs> definable mental condition. And right. you just don't do not even want to engage. You just continue about your day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. That's so because I mean I mean Chicago has their share of kind of the eccentric characters and all that, but it sounds like LA is just a different It's a different beast. world, man. Did you have to adjust to that at all? No. Zero adjustment. It was like... That does not surprise... Like, yeah. <laughs> part of me is surprised because it feels like... I mean, when I moved to New York, I definitely changed. You knew me. I was not yeah. a city person. And then I ended up loving New York. And you, you always... Wasn't that always, like, your kind of aspiration to end out in New York? Yeah. In New York? No, in L.A. Or, I'm sorry, L.A. Yeah. L.A., yes. I, since I was, like, 17... I'm transposing my own. <laughs> since being 17. Okay. Or, yeah. But I'd never been there. Well, you always had. I'd never air, been there until the I went. It, a few days By the ago. way, is your uh, you haven't pulled down your hood yet? Do you, are you? I like your the hair hood. still. My okay, so you still got your. Oh, wow. my hair is still intact, Ooh, baby. Hair is still intact. Luxurious locks right there. Yeah, I just had the hood on because <laughs> I got this hoodie recently, and I like it a lot because that's a nice sweatshirt. hoodie, man. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm. I don't often compliment clothing. I know you. You've mm-hmm. mentioned several times of my attire. It's great. My I mom just, was like, oh, you look so cute, you know, and I like <laughs> it. And so what's nice, too, because in L.A., yeah. this is a little bit colder. This is, like, 10 degrees colder than it is in L.A., right? Like if it, Only 10? At worst. It doesn't, I mean, oh, it oh, can't, you're talking about the like, lowest that it gets. The yes. coldest that it really right. gets is the high 40s, and that's very rare. Like, it's usually, I guess, I've only been there for a year, but people tell me, like, it's not that cold. But it'll get down to, like, 60, you know, or 55 in the middle of the night or early morning. Right, right. Like, 60, between 60 and 75 in one day. I don't know. Well, it's actually kind of interesting because now that you're living out there, I'm 
constantly. Every time there's a story about like the LA area or California in general, with the crazy uh, the wildfires, and then the because you had mentioned you were able to kind of yeah. smell. I could see the uh, well when I was in Venice because I live in Hollywood, and when I was in Venice, I could smell that there was a faint aroma of smoke in the air. Like, I could smell that. Just a very Right, and that smell. was, what, hundreds and of 150 miles like, away or something? No, that's not that far away. Okay. At that time, I, no, yeah, that was, a, that was a far away. At that time, I think that was when there was a fire in the very northern edge of the valley, where the valley meets the next mountain range, which I don't know how many miles it is. In L.A., it's for fucking forever to get there, man. You know? For, I, who knows the distance? I don't know. Maybe, like, it, like here to downtown. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Right. The actual distance, because okay. the valley's super flat. Yes. But everywhere in L.A. feels like it's forever to get to, because everything is just, it's just like a giant suburb. But it's weird. That's anyway, crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could smell a faint aroma of smoke. Well, then there was the, um, the uh, rains or whatever. Did that hit L.A. where there were, like, mudslides and stuff? Because uh, we were talking about next happened, winter season. But... That happens, but I hadn't heard anything about it. Oh, okay. It's mostly fire. Do you are, do you keep up with the news in California, or is it mostly just, like, doing your thing, like, living your life? Yeah, I just live my life. Okay. What news are you asking about? I, no, I'm just wondering, because I know for Stream of Thought, you know, we'd meet, what, three times a week or something to talk? Twice a week? Okay, yeah. It felt like three times a week. No, it was a lot of work it was, to do it, it was, just it was twice a, a week. Work, yeah. How many times? I mean... And, I mean, these were a good 45 minutes to an hour each. What you're asking about, when you need to, when we needed to record and we didn't feel like it, but we did it anyway, we're we're blocking off a minimum, like, three-hour time block between the time yes. we planned yes, to that is driving, set it up, talking. And we're not getting paid for it either. It, like, yeah. it'd be great to have advertisements and stuff like that, but now that we're, I just we're do in separate places. But you know what? Here's what I did realize, though. I, um, I've listened to some podcasts, and some of them, they didn't do it before, and now they've done it, and it pisses me off. They have an ad in the middle of their fucking podcast. Yes. Right. And I'm just like, yes. what? Okay, why don't you just do it in the very beginning and not say shit in the middle of it? Or, like, wait, you were doing it in the beginning. Why are you taking a step backwards and putting it in the middle? And my only conclusion is that either A, you are an employee of the podcast, you're not the owner, or B, you it pays more money and for some reason you just don't care. So like, I don't know. I don't know. You have your own reasons. You know what I'm saying? But I would never fucking do that, ever. I so, hope we would never do that. Yeah, I, I would hope we would never do that either. Now, to bring you Audible. Yeah. Unless <laughs> uh, the pay increase is like 10 times. You know what I'm saying? I well, no I mean, it's, it's substantial, but it is but it's interesting. it's an interruption. I am right. listening to a podcast so that I don't have to listen to the radio. I don't want to listen to the radio because there are commercials on the radio. Yes. I am watching Netflix so I don't have to watch TV. But it's on TV, there are commercials. I'm definitely not watch, watching fucking Hulu because they clearly didn't get the picture from the, from the start. You know what I'm saying? From the beginning, commercials. What the fuck is going on? So that's why, bringing it back to podcasts, I prefer ads in the beginning, not right. in the middle. No, I totally empathize with that because, um, what is it, YouTube now? I mean, it's all about the product integration. And so here you'll have YouTube videos of, like, smaller creators, right? People who are literally just trying to pay, pay the bills to, like, make this a job. Um, they're kind of forced to sacrifice their moral compass yeah. um, to put advertisements, not only the ads that play that you have to click 
after five seconds or yeah. whatever, but also ads within the video themselves that they go for like anywhere from thirty seconds to all of, like the. There's been one that was two minutes in the yeah. middle of like yeah. a twelve minute that video. Eighty percent of yeah. the YouTube video Android or Spotify. If you don't have premium, you'll listen to a commercial. It's fifteen seconds, and the next one could be two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it is interesting how. I mean, I don't accept that for something like Pandora. Yeah. But, I mean, podcasters, like, if it pays the bills, like, what are you going to do? Stop listening to them if you like them? Yeah. You're, you're just going to suffer through it. Or there's the beautiful feature of next uh, 15 seconds, 15 yeah. seconds, 15 yeah, seconds, 15 seconds. And then you just, you're through it. Because, like, NPR, um, PBS. It takes me out of the PBS, intimacy, NP- though. It removes me, like, because you're listening to a podcast, it, that's how, that the ones I listen oh, to. Oh, yeah. just like... I feel like, I you know, I feel like I'm I'm in the room sitting in a chair off to the side when I'm listening. And then it's like all of a sudden a commercial <laughs> for whatever and it's like, whoa, like <laughs> what the hell? It feels like it's, you know, you're yeah. in bed and you get the blanket ripped off and all of a sudden you feel cold. Like that's how I felt like like I Emperor Palpatine walks into the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, did you see Nope. You haven't seen it? Okay. That I don't even that think I saw the second me. one. I don't even think I saw the yeah. second one. I, so one of my favorite memories, and I, I won't like talk about it uh, much beyond this, but one of the earliest memories that I have from going to the movie theater was in 1999 when the episode one, Phantom Menace, right. came out. Like that is one of my earliest childhood memories of going to a theater and being like, "Whoa, like this is really cool," and it was a family experience. Yeah. And I've heard this a lot actually from people who have like reviewed the film and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm a huge Star Wars geek, so I yeah. love that sort of shit. But the thing that I hear over and over again is that these are, like, intimate connections. Because it, like, started 1977, it's two generations worth of people who have gotten excited about the next thing that they never thought would happen, right? Right. After the first one, it was just one of those things, oh, let's make it a trilogy. And so people got anticipated for that. Then after that, it was another 10 years. It'd be like us enjoying, if people our age who have kids who love Toy Story. Or or Marvel movies, right? Like... Like, we're, we're growing up in this age of Marvel where, like, kids who are 16 and 17, like, are going to remember that en- Avengers, Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, like, very, as a very, like, emotional experience for them and say something big happens in the Marvel Universe in the future. There's a similar event. There's going to be that expectation and that bond that kind of carries it. So, with the whole Star Wars thing, it's really cool just to be like, there are other people who have... Like familial is reasons. Is Kylo Ren a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, I don't care. What, what, just tell me. What do you mean? It, like I'm so not. So in the first one, he's a bad guy. Adam Driver, right. the actor who plays he, Kylo Ren. But then I feel like I don't think I saw the second one. But I just I get the vibe that maybe he's a good guy. He turns into a good guy. At the end, at the end of the second movie, he becomes the supreme leader of the First Order. He chooses to stay bad. And, and so you know how I drew that conclusion. Because I'm sitting there, right? And I see yes. the previews and shit, and I'm thinking, you know what? I don't see one damn red lightsaber in any of these previews. It's just good guys, hurrah, hurrah, get the bad guy in some battle scenes there with were droids some, and There lasers. were some trailers that had... But I didn't recall seeing, like, a clip of what would be the epic climax of... There were. There were a couple of commercials that had that, yes. I don't they recall were, seeing that. One, one of the... It was the last trailer that was released that people got, like, super pumped So for. I wasn't watching Number it, one on trending on YouTube, whatever. Um, but the final clip was Rey and Kylo battling on the destroyed for Death Star. For the third the, one? Yes. The destroyed Death Star. They were battling in, in the in the rain and the wind. 
It was a really cool shot. I never saw that. That was, is that the only one that has that clip? I think there was one before. They released about seven trailers. Oh, I want to say. So I saw like three of them. Three the of first them. Three of so them. So okay. So the, the damn, ones I didn't know they had that was. many trailers. Fuck. Oh, they released a lot. Yeah. I mean, I know the standard one where it's just like ten. You know, some of them seconds, were TV spots there's too. Zero so dial. Like, there's. I already. I'm not counting the ones where it's like zero dialogue and someone is just standing there. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think there were any. I, there were none of those. The first one that they did release, though, was a montage of clips from the first two series, uh-huh. from the '77 series yeah, okay, and the cool. ni- uh, 2000 series, and um, and there was not really any new footage there. I think there was maybe one scene. I forget what that would have been. Um, so I don't know if you're counting that. If you saw no, if you saw the montage one, anyway, doesn't matter. Really cool family experience. I ended up going with um, my mom and my dad okay. and my sister and uh, and her boyfriend, and we went on Friday morning at 10 a.m. Okay. Like, so basically within 12 hours of the release. So it's bas- cool. basically opening day. I want to see it. It doesn't I don't care if I haven't seen the second one, but it's at the Glen, and Glen tickets are five bucks. I would, I would totally Seven see it Seven bucks in the yeah. evening. And uh, I want to see that. It's a fun movie. It's tomorrow? Like, you want to see it tomorrow? Yeah. 10 a.m., whenever the first oh, show is. Shit. 1 well, o'clock? I'm, I'm working tomorrow. Oh, shit. All day? No. Uh, from 9 to 4. Perfect. So. Even if we go, if we, even if it's after the matinee, it's only $7. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would absolutely see you it know? again, and I think that would that be a is fun what movie I do. to watch. I miss that about Glen Ellen because, I mean, there's so many theaters all over the place. And I'm sure the closest one to me is the Chinese theater, which is what like a block away. Yeah, it's one block. Have you gone to that? Have you? Yeah, I've gone seen, a okay, times. Times. yeah. And how, then there's ArcLight, which is like a mile away, but it's fun walking around in LA, so it's nothing. But there's a, there's several theaters. But anyway, the cheapest one is like twelve dollars on a matinee, which isn't that bad. You know, remember when people were freaking out about. Ten dollar tickets at the movie theater, just like how they're freaking out about. Oh my goodness! About yeah. gas being two dollars a gallon. The mm-hmm. people freaking out about ten dollar tickets for a movie. Right. I would gladly pay ten dollars for any theater, but they're like at sixteen, twenty bucks, twenty one bucks. You know. Are, are, now are they? Go. Are they like the? Because you've been to the AMC dine in. Oh, like across the street, right? Where they basically where you, they have the button where you can call. Yeah, they don't have like that. that. Right. Oh, so they're just standard. I think theater seats. No, you choose your. You still choose your seat, but the person selling the ticket asks you where you want to sit. Right. And you get concessions beforehand, like in the normal theater, and then you go in there. There's no tray. There's just a cup holder for your drink. And are the seats it. reclinable? Are they no? Just... They're just normal seats, which I really like. Which I really like. Oh God! I like sixteen that. to twenty dollars for yeah. a ticket. Yeah. Oh my God! I like Dude. it. I like that environment. I enjoy the standard seat. I am so glad I could never like. I have had um, a couple of like not opportunities, but um, possible explorations of living out in LA, and I'm like the only the only reason that I would go to LA. Is because you're there. Yeah. Like I, I, there's nothing that appeals to me. If it was a great I can't job see offer, you in LA. Yeah. Of Unless all the places. Out there, yeah. Granted, you couldn't Unless see you me. couldn't see me in uh, New York either. 
No, I can see you in New York, but maybe because you've already been there. Well, and I was saying like decades ago, right? Yeah. When I when I went to New York. Yeah. So I'm adaptable. <laughs> I, I could do I it, but it's would, not something yeah. that I would look forward. To. I don't like warm weather either. Like, really? Um, not really. No. Like, give, give give me 60s all the time, and I'd no be I'd be a happy way. man. Yep, I'd be a happy man. Sunny in 60s, is. low wind. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anything else like? Um, Career wise, or like, like the Blue Man Group? Are you still? Oh, do, you, you you were saying something about stand up. Oh, I did stand up like a year ago, just one time. I thought I did okay. I oh, still, I thought that you were still planning on doing some stand up. No, I do. I mean, I have some stuff that's written. I just need to. But it's not like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not um, like not like Neil, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, too, it's like I've done it before, but it's like kind of scary that idea of going out because also I haven't. Uh, like I don't know. It's just something different. But yeah, I can get, I get how someone is hesitant to do stand up because you want it to be good. You know what I'm saying? Which my jokes I and know rejection is hard. No, too. I know my jokes are funny. I know they're funny. It's just a matter of being off book so I can tell me a joke so I can make, stick it. Make me laugh. I won't do it because it's not in the right environment. Do it. No. No. To be a yeah. Be be uh, be the joke. I got some jokes. Yeah. Okay. But uh. Because because when you hear the punchline out of context, it's not as funny, right? Yes. If if I'm not if I'm not delivering my story, you hear the punchline, you're gonna laugh your ass off. If I tell you what the punchline is, it doesn't sound funny, and I sound like an idiot. Now, is this um, creative content, or is this content that you've modified from other like jokes or whatever? Is it like experiential? Like, this is what's experiential. Your... This is anything that so I totally see. Totally just like raw. Anything that, it's, I, that I see that's peculiar, you know, and I can put a twist on it somehow, and I think how I want to word it, and it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of. Because the interesting thing about stand up is like, at least for me, uh, like everything that you think of is funny. Of course, like it's fucking hilarious. Yes, but of course, the, you have to find a way to get people to. See things the way you see them, you yes. know what I'm saying. But when you when I start listening when I start listening to comedy or watching comedy as someone who's like, oh, I'm interested in doing this as opposed to just a strict a strict consumer, I was like, oh, you know what, jokes. I mean, they're really funny because they're they can be very simple. But the normal person I feel like might think it's super hard. Yes, you know what I'm saying. No, that makes. I mean. That, uh, it's like how do they come up with that? Something that but that when you has... start to be a little bit in tune with it, it's like oh, I don't know. Well, you have it's... to understand your style too. Yeah, right? like you gotta you gotta know yourself. Yeah. Like for me, I would never try to do like slapstick or something like that. It would just come off as me right. just being really yeah. stupid looking. Um, like for me, it's more of wry hit, uh, wry uh-huh. wit. Um, what's your what's your your style? I'm because I'm curious. I mean, like you can be kind of goofy. But I don't know what your like is your comedy goofy or you know what I because I have seen you do improv and and you're very you're like in the scene but I don't know if you have like a particular strength. I haven't thought about too much as far as improv goes. I mean, I just go out there and just let go and just do goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, but yeah. um, you make me laugh. So. But <laughs> when I when I I don't know. Too introspective. I don't, don't worry I mean, about I, it. I, I haven't was just written, curious. I haven't written that much, 
But when I, the only time, when I am writing it, I'm not sitting there thinking, how am I going to make this funny? But when I'm writing it, I know in my head, it sounds perfect. I'm just like, trying to just get it all down. Nice. Just boom, boom, boom. Because everything is making me laugh, 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 laugh. So I've never like sat there and tried to make a joke. I just think about something that's funny, and I'm telling myself this in my head, and I'm writing down what I'm telling myself or what I would tell an audience, and it's just fucking, I make myself laugh out loud. Yeah. Boom, 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 and just keep writing, right? And some stuff, some stuff is an entire bit, like a huge, like some stuff you can make that into like a ten minute thing. Other stuff, it's like, oh, it, it, I get an idea and then it just kind of trails a little bit, so I just hold on to it. Right. You know? No, that because I uh, like you're talking right now. Yeah. I'm just relating that to my sermon writing experiences. It's like, yeah, no, people ask how you format a sermon and how you like, like decide your style and all. Yeah. You just. Do you? Well, I'll tell you one little bit that I, it, this is one little thing I came up with, and it came up with a trail, and I, I couldn't figure out how to work, but I had the punch, but I kept not punch, but the idea, and one bit that I had that I didn't develop into anything was like, uh, what had to do with money, and I would say, like, you, uh, you know, you guys see every, you guys, what's with the guys on the, on all the dollar bills, you know? Why you gotta look like such a tight ass all the time? Like, why aren't you having any fun? You know, you're on the dollar, you know, you're, you're money. People love you. People want to be around you. People want to spend you. People like your money. What are you so pissed off about? And that was like the extent of it. You know uh, what I'm saying? Because right. I couldn't really figure out how to like work it into anything or, or where to <laughs> come from. But just like little weird shit like that. Or like something yeah. like that I haven't developed. Like when people are running in the street, you know, and I'm driving, I'm like, yes the fuck are you like running in the street for what there's a sidewalk what, there. is the sidewalk broken today you know do not use between the hours of 8 a.m and 6 p.m what's going on with that? like so that's what's going on in my head when yes. i'm seeing shit and then it's just a matter of like ooh, that take that and put right. that into on paper right take that put it on the paper and i you think know? yeah <laughs> No, the, like that. I think that that uh, street runner thing that yeah. that is a golden premise right <laughs> because literally right? I don't know one person who does not have that complaint and of they're an doing idiot the right, running in the middle of the road what? when there's a we sidewalk. Gotta give five them, we got to give them some away. credit because they're running in the correct manner, which is the opposing lane of traffic. If there's no sidewalk, no. I, well, and there but are, there's there a sidewalk. Are, yeah, you just got to move over. But not even the uh, the opposing lane of traffic. It's those those people who are running like with the traffic. Yeah, there's those co- those motherfuckers too. I feel like matter. everyone. Yeah, no, everyone has those experiences. Yeah, no, and you have that like observational like acuteness. Yeah, uh, and I just totally it totally just I can once you point it out, I can be like, oh yeah, no, I totally know what you're talking about. But I can't think of that myself. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, it's all about just like finding things that you're interested in and just letting the people other know yeah. why you're, you're interested in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? What's been new for you? Not much, man. Um, where, the weather's where, cooler, where, so you're probably like this is more. You're more of a winter guy. I'm more of a summer guy. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, we've already. And here's the thing, too, man, I, and not to talk about the weather for more than, like, two minutes, yeah. um, but just how quickly the fall just came and went. 
it was like a matter of a week and a half because we had like a couple of deep freezes before yeah. the leaves started turning. Yeah. Then it warmed up and then it froze again and all the leaves were just like, okay, we give up. And they just turned brown and fell off the trees. Dude. There was no fall. And this is normally a beautiful season. It's been fall for me for like three months. <laughs> it's weird because everything oh, looks... Oh, I hate you. Dude, it's weird because everything still looks the same. Right. You know, there's certain plants and flowers that bloom at certain times of year, but everything still looks the same. Still blue sky, still sunny, you know... Yeah. Everything looks the same, but it's been fall for like three months. Are the le- do the leaves change? Some, where you are? if you can find that there are leaves that aren't palm trees that happen to be leaves that change color. Do you, just do you not have? Do you not have many? There's a few other non-palm trees. Yeah, there. Trees? I mean, there's plenty, but more, most okay. of them are palm trees, and you know, some will just go green to brown, but some don't have that changing color like the Midwest does. Right, and in such multitude. I mean, you might see some, but it's nothing like going down that street by the underpass, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Where it's just a constellation of color. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like looking at the night sky from the city, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same thing, but right. it kind of is, but not really. Okay. Yeah, well, and, and I figure too, because it did, it, it seemed like you guys hit, got hit by like a cold wave for like a day or something where it got really chilly, like, in the 40s or 30s? Oh, uh, I don't know. No, not in the 30s. 40s? I don't think so. I can't remember. Okay. But anyway, so yes, it's been it's been an interesting season. Um, I have I have been neglecting my my running as much as I should be, so yeah, I, it's like winter's for hibernation. I I'm the opposite. I for a while all of a sudden for like 2 months I was like, "Oh, I haven't ran at all." Yeah. And I just started running again, and it makes the world a difference. Oh, it does. It does. And wow. Because you keep telling yourself, I'll run tomorrow, I'm okay, I don't need to, I'm healthy, blah, blah, blah. But then the first day back in the gym or at the Runyon Canyon where I'm running sometimes, and it's like afterwards, like, oh, yeah, I needed that. Right. And and for me, like, I know I need that for my, just me being a relatively emotional person, it helps moderate yeah. those impulses. So. Um, yeah, but I have decided to, it's like this, this decade, I mean, yes, there's been some amazing things that have happened in this decade for me. This has been a shitty decade. Like the 2010s mm-hmm. have just not been kind to me. New York was very cool, many for ways. a very short amount of time. Yeah, no, no, and I'm saying, like, there, like I live, like, three lives over the course of like, these past ten years. I was like, no, I caught myself being like, no, it was awesome, and I was like, oh, wait, no, <laughs> there, there was three something years in the 2010s, that's when it was, shit started. Uh, wow, seven years already? Oh. Yeah, but I mean, just... But seven years, isn't, uh, isn't there, uh, isn't that in the, uh, in the, isn't there a story in the Bible when it's, like, seven years of... Plentiful oh, I harvest, hate you. I and then seven hate years you. of like I, drought and no food, and then it's like seven years of a plentiful harvest, and then you know, or something. Look like at that. the biblical scholar here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. The, wow. I'm in, have, you, have you been reading? Your no, novels? I just remember this. Okay. Remember wow. This. I know you had that period where you were reading. Yeah. Really, really um, yes. Well, and it. I, I was saying I hate you because um, seven years is one of the. Uh, magical numbers of the Bible, okay. right? Like seven, three, and um, twelve. Uh, twelve. twelve. Mm-hmm. Got to be twelve. Yes, twelve. Twelve apostles, right? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. These past seven years, um, talk about 
Talk about a famine, dude. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been, like, okay, so just to recap, right, <laughs> I graduated from seminary, um, developed a compulsive gambling problem <laughs> my first year into ministry, lasted almost two years in that job before I was forced to resign, ended up having to go to jail for five days, uh, got divorced, lost my apartment, <laughs> Lost all of my savings, had to move back in with my parents, <laughs> started doing drywall after joining Gamblers Anonymous, ended up starting up a YouTube channel that became relatively successful, getting, what, 20,000 subscribers over the year and a half. That you were gone. That, that and you, after you left. After, after I had left, at the, at the apex of the success level... The, the guy who I was working with relapsed as a gambler and sued me for the YouTube channel. Uh, and then I ended up moving up to Minneapolis for a job at uh, BASF Corporation, which lasted uh, about a year and a half before I was offered a full job and then failed the background check because of a criminal conviction from about six years ago. Uh, and... Ended up having to move back to the Chicagoland area. So, yeah, that's that's been my decade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't mean to laugh at you, but that sucks. I don't know how else. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, you've gone through so much shit. How much more do you need to go through? Dude, you know what I'm saying? I will right, tell the, the you. Person you. The person you are right now versus the person you were... You know, last year, three years ago, you know, four years, you know, the beginning, you know, it's already happened. So all this shit that, that has made you who you are, are you happy? Like, one of those things where it's like, I'm happy I went through it, I don't want to go do it. Like, I don't know. What's right. your, what are your thoughts? So, so it's kind of funny. There, there's a fun story that I like to tell. I don't know if I've told you this story before. Um, it's, uh, so it was my first year of seminary. And I came in as this, like, naive suburban kid, yeah. right? Innocent to the world. I was the golden boy, yeah. right? Like, I, I did no evil, right? I was And everyone I was at seminaries about... drinking, smoking, and having sex. And, and I you're like, show what up the fuck at seminary. <laughs> I show up at seminary, and the first words that the person who is handing me my name tag in the entryway says, Oh, you're Ricks. How the fuck are you doing? I'm like... <laughs> oh, this is not the monastery that I yeah. thought it was going to be. And uh, I, had, I had said something to one of my, my dear friends who, unfortunately, in all of these um, circumstances of events, I've lost contact with. Um, she was one of my dearest friends at seminary. Um, she was uh, about 10 years older than me, um, came from a, a medical profession, like a social worker. Uh -huh. And I remember telling her, you know, I'm here at this place of union that has this diverse history and people who have, like, gone through all this stuff. Like, I haven't gone through anything. Yeah. Like, I haven't experienced any of these hardships in the yeah. world. And her response to me still haunts me to this day. And it was, oh, your time's going to come. Don't, really? don't, don't rush it. It's going to come. And it's going to be tough, but you're going to be better for it. And I still think, like, how foreboding was it that, like, four years later, um, I would find myself in a position of basically total life chaos. Yeah. My world turned upside down and inside out. 
not knowing up from down, having to relearn who I was as a person, trying to, like, become a better person. And, I, like, yeah. It's, it's, and, and so it, it is interesting because I'm working with somebody who's, you know, a couple of years younger than me, still a millennial. So, um, but, but they haven't gone through the things that, um, I think a normal person goes through, right? Hardships, deaths mm-hmm. in the family, like none of that. And it's one of those things where this person has experienced uh, they were at uh, Columbia University for when the, the girl was shot, right? That was in national news. I'm being 100% honest with you, bro. There's so many shootings, I can't keep track of them anymore. Yeah, this was this was one of those things. There was a girl walking in the park of uh, by Columbia University. It sounds familiar. Yeah, Columbia it, it was. They, they, had, um, they had, like, four days of stories on it. Like, it was headline news mm-hmm. all over the place. So they were a student there and um, said... So this is like hard. I mean, I you know, a sensitive person kind of thing. Never experienced that sort of trauma before. I think to myself, and they didn't like, know the person. They were just like, no, no. There was just is similar situation. Got it, got it, got you it, know, it. could have been anyone really walking through yeah. the park. And um, I was just like, yeah, no. I mean, it, it's hard. You gotta you gotta talk through those things because, like, that's a bad thing to happen. And hopefully. A lot of people, dude, a lot of people from Glen Ellen, you know this, have not experienced trauma to the extent that an average person right. would. That's what I realize when I meet people and everything. Right. You know, like, her, she said to her, or no, she said, I don't know what I'm saying. One person I work with was like, oh yeah, my parents have been in jail most of my life. I was like, wow. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, Which is totally unfathomable to a lot of people in the community that we were, like, yeah. raised in. And yeah. so that's the culture we come from. And I'm thinking, like, the fact, like, I don't know what the statistics are, but it'd be interesting to know, like, you know, uh, someone who is, you know, chances of becoming, quote-unquote, successful, graduating high school, having a steady job, statistics like both parents, one parent, or both parents in jail, and just... She said, and she's super nice, like has a regular, like totally, you'd think she's a totally normal person, not someone with any traumas or whatever, but. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's what I found too, is the people who tend to be most grounded and centered yeah. are the ones who have those deep, dark histories in their past. Yeah. I just think to myself, man, and, and that that's the thing too, just heading into 2020, I mean, I, I do think there is... I think there's like I'd never thought about it, but that there I think there is some merit to your your theory of seven, seven years of famine, seven years yeah. of feast kind of thing, because um, God, it has been far too long since something like really awesome has had. Like my ordination was the last yeah. amazing thing that happened to me, um, oh, yeah. and it's not like I'm not trying, right? Right. It's, uh, but it is, it is tough, dude, like, to be back, especially after living in, in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. like, just away from everything, right? It's, yeah. you know, it's different. Yeah, for sure. I can't imagine if I had, if I lived back here, if we lived in L.A. But that's kind of the thing, too, that, which I'm, I'm really glad that I'm doing this new podcast with Joe in yeah. New Jersey. Because it's getting me to actually be a little more reflective about... Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I, I was raised in the church, man. 
I, yeah. I, I know nothing other than political science and the church. Like, two things that are anathemas in our current society yeah. right now. It's like, are you a priest slash pedophile? Are you a politician slash criminal? Yeah. Like, you know, I really, it's it's one of those things that, that you know, there, it, there's a lot of work that uh, just, Speaking I don't know. Speaking of man. that, you know what I saw yesterday? Go on. I saw the movie Bombshell. Oh, right. Yeah. And um, that, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is a sweet movie. I was like, I got to talk to Ricks about this because that's the one about the Fox News anchors, yeah. right? Yeah. Who end up exposing what was it, Roger Ailes, yeah. um, his sexual uh, yeah. predatory behavior, mm-hmm. and it, so it was. It was like a like based on historical events kind of thing. Yeah, movie. It was, uh, and it was entertaining. Yeah, and of course, okay. before the movie even starts, boom. This inspired by true events, blah blah blah, for dramatization. So you know, right? It's not, of course, you know, it's going to be the yeah. There's but much of those. Um, but no, yeah, it was like it was, it was a sweet movie. It's like holy shit, and I'm just like, how can people be that creepy? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's I mean, like so the stories you hear about some people, like I, I don't know if you heard about Matt Lauer with his, yeah. the the button yeah. on his desk to lock the door. Yeah, like. There's some really I'm thinking, how does that happen? This motherfucker didn't figure that out himself out. No, he, he hired someone like, no, like, he would, he would have, he, like, it would have been something right? that he asked somebody about, how do I do this, whether for seeming benevolent pers- purposes or not, but, like, I, so, and here's the interesting thing, too, being in GA and, and having the experiences of being around criminals and bad mm-hmm. people for the past seven years yeah. or so, um, like, there are like there is some predatory behavior out there and some predatory like inherent uh, just the way they operate is predatory and they don't they don't they don't understand what that is it's just like they get what they want and so it feeds that behavior wow. of manipulation of others yeah. um whatever it is no and normally it's power dynamics right yeah. like i'm giving you this so you need to do that yeah. right like that's just their default you're, you're, setting. Yeah, right. And and for subordinates, like they're so used to being in power that, yes sir, yes sir, whatever you want, kind of thing. And that translates to a very unhealthy, especially in these kind of predatory yeah. situations. It's like, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. So th- was that the one that? Um, oh, oh, what's the famous actor? Um, I love him, and I can't remember his name right now. Who, who played Roger Ailes? Oh, in that I movie. think it's. Uh, John Lithgow. Yes, Lithgow. thank you, John Lithgow. Yes, yeah. I love him. Um, yeah, he's yeah. a funny guy. He's, he's a hilarious guy. He he was making the the talk show rounds. I really enjoy listening to him. He's I fun. remember him from uh, Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Do you remember that? He's show? been in so much stuff. Like, I love that. that shit. That show's from a long time. I ago. have no idea what you're talking Harry about. Harry and the Hendersons. You're such an old soul. Was like a show <laughs> where like this family. House like this Sasquatch. I guarantee you, like, maybe my mom will know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about, but not me. So, like, that was around, I think that was, okay, so I don't remember watching ALF growing up, right? But I remember seeing Harry and the Hendersons a little bit. So, Harry and the Hendersons is... It was this old show, I think, from the oh, 80s. It was a TV show. 80s, yeah, and maybe ended in the late 80s or okay. early 90s. Interesting. And uh, it was about this family. I just remember it was this family. Somehow this Sasquatch becomes a part of their family, and his name is Harry. Oh. 
Oh. This is Sasquatch guy. Okay. Yeah, Google it. Okay. I'm not gonna Google it, and I'm probably gonna <laughs> I'm probably gonna forget it until I listen to this podcast again. Um, yeah. By the way, that that reminds me. I was wondering because I think we had talked about this, and you hadn't seen many celebrities at the time. Do you see like random like TMZ people following celebrities around? I've here? never seen any of that. You haven't even even right next to the Chinese theater. Like, aren't well, there some, do, like, isn't, like, Jimmy Kimmel around that they, area? Yeah, but all that's totally shut down when they're doing premieres. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they normally don't have people just walking I mean, you walk can, the, the sidewalk right? is blocked. I mean, so you've never people, seen a celebrity. They let just, people walk up to a certain point, but you can't really see anything. Huh. And all the people that are taking pictures are professional photographers that have access to be in that area, they're not like these people just chasing celebrities trying to sell photos to the tabloids. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've never seen... I don't... Well, I've never seen celebrities. The before. only reason I ask is because that's like one of the only memories I have from being by the Chinese theater was that there was a celebrity nearby and there were like four or five guys with video cameras or oh, cameras really? like just following a guy. Uh, and he, I think he was with a, um, a girlfriend or something like that walking down the street and they were just doing that and that's like the one memory i have of the oh. chinese theater area because i just thought it was I didn't so know you'd like you've even been out there yeah i had a road trip um back during junior year of uh oh, college okay so we drove we drove to burbank and got it ended up visiting cali stopped in las vegas and all that cool. so yeah um so yeah that i just think that's so weird that you don't yeah like you're so used to want turning in TMZ, and it's just like they're walking down the streets, and you got all the cameras around. But they're not in Hollywood. That's like there's way too many tourists in mm. Hollywood. So do you do you plan on like settling down in LA or the uh, the that area? If for the moment I moved there, I knew I wasn't moving anywhere else. So that's oh okay. That's new. that's me breaking if, news. People ask me like, oh, you just moved here? Or do you think I'll ever move back? A hard no. Okay. Absolutely not. Right. Until you become a worldwide famous celebrity. I will never permanently move myself to a place that has cold weather. And in the, United, in the U.S., why would I live anywhere else other than L.A.? That's what the question I ask myself. Well, uh, with with all the earthquakes and stuff happening, uh, you guys will be an island soon, so you'll have you'll yeah. have beaches to go to. Yeah. <laughs> the only place I can see myself living would be New York, because New York is awesome, and, but it has a winter, so yes, and the weather can be kind of fluctuating. Maybe especially down the road when I have, when I become a famous millionaire, I can have that as my secondary residency, but headquartered for sure, L.A. So. I guess as as we're like close, I'm I'm kind of curious because as we're closing out the decade, right? We've got eight days, yeah. nine days till till the new decade. Yeah. Um. Like what? What are your ass? Like you're thirty two now? Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Still. still. Fuck you. Yeah. Um. What? Six, six months, man. Six months makes the difference. Um. So. <laughs> At uh, thirty-one, what what is your aspiration for this coming decade? Like what, like what do you, what wow. is, what what could be the best possible thing you could imagine happening in the next ten years for you? Like, in the next ten years, like well, like ideally, if all yeah. all things go right, you work hard. So you in the next your nose ten, clean, yeah, you do what's right. 
So in 2030, going into 2030, oh, fuck, I'd be 41. Right, 41. Going into the decade, the best thing that I live in the hills. I have enough, I have millions of, a few millions of dollars. I have a house in the hills. I'm established doing, like, I don't know, a TV show or something. Or maybe not millions, that, you know, but I'm, I, I would say being well-established Owning a house in the hills. You'd have to have millions to have a house in the hills. Yeah, but I mean, also, you can, it's, you people can make easily $100,000 doing commercials or more. But also, the thing is, too, it's like, if a house costs $4 million, $5 million, you don't need $5 million to buy it. You know, you need like $1 million. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get royalty on commercials. So if you do national commercials, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. Okay. Um, but anyway. So you see various avenues, like what it, what career Or even wise. best route. Who cares? In 10 so, years, so living who in knows? The you can be grinding, grinding, grinding in the last two years of the decade, get a deal for a picture that pays you one million, another one pays you five. I don't right. Know, or another million. Who fucking knows? Right. But yeah, but in 10 years, yeah. 40, millions of dollars. 41 years old. Millions of dollars. Millions. House in the hills. Uh, well-established actor. Boom, A-list, uh, and I mean, that's, that's like it. Maybe wife and kids. Maybe yeah. wife and kids? Wife and kids, Interesting. yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Interesting, I, I, cause, so, not to, not to necessarily talk about Neil's business or anything, but I will talk about an attitude shift that he's had in the past like, since I talked to him last. Did you ever see him at his housewarming party? Did I, you go to last night? No, I did okay. not. Um, partly. I almost texted you last night, but I was like, nah, he's at the party. Almost texted you. So, part... (laughs) So, okay, this is, this is really stupid. Um, but part of the reason why I didn't go to the party is because the drive there would exceed the 200,000 mile mark. Oh my god! When that happened. (sighs) And I was like... You want to watch it go to 200,000. I want, I want yeah. to watch it roll over. I want to take a picture of it. <laughs> I'm not a picture person. But yeah. I want to this, car, this car came into... So here's the history of this car. Okay. Do you know the history no, of this I car? No, I don't know the history of the car. So it's a Hyundai Sonata, mm-hmm. 2006. White. Bang the shit up. Yeah. Like, it has, got, yeah. it has got dents in it like nothing else. But everything works. Okay. Everything works. And it's nearing... 200,000 miles, probably tonight, if we end up making a long enough drive. So, uh, it started out back in 2007. There was this German couple who was living right down the street from my grandfather and grandmother. Okay. And they said... Florida? Yes, in Florida. Um, And they said, we're moving back to Germany. And we have this new car that we just bought, but we're not going to Bring, we're not mm-hmm. going to ship it over. Do you want it for like a couple hundred dollars yeah. or something like that? Basically giving it away. Mm-hmm. And so my grandmother said, sure. She took the car. She only drove it for maybe a hundred miles at mm-hmm. the most or whatever. So it had 150 miles up on it at the most. Wow. In like 2009, um, my sister... Something happens. I think it's around 2009. My mom will definitely make note of what mm-hmm. year this was. But um, around 2009, my sister is 
2011. My yeah. sister's graduating. Or okay. 2012, 2011. Whatever, one of those Whatever. Years. <laughs> anyway, she goes down to Florida uh, with my dad, and uh, she picked, uh, my grandmother's like, here's a graduation present. Mm-hmm. So whatever year she graduated, it, yeah. was, it was that year. Uh, 2013, because it was the year that I graduated seminary. Um, and uh, she drove it back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. She got into, I think, she, I, I don't know if she ever got into a wreck with it. But then um, she ended up selling it to my brother. My brother drove it for about a year and a half. And then uh, as I was rebuilding my life, uh, my brother gave it back to my sister. And my sister... It's like I'll sell it to you for like two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and so I bought this this car with one hundred eighty thousand miles on it mm-hmm. for yeah two hundred bucks, and uh, and it has been in our family since two thousand six. Okay. My grandmother, anyway. Not a really interesting story, but it, I just like no, you know, you got to get there, the, there is there is something. Well, here's the thing, though, like, bro. It's, been, it's seen the world, man. You've it got has seen the world. does that car have the odometer that's a dial? Or it's, it's digital. Not, it's digital. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's yeah. digital. Unfortunately. Yeah, because yeah, the dial you can—it's happening! It's happening! Rolls up, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but it's still one of those things, like two hundred thousand miles, and not a single problem with it, too. Yeah, like I—we've all taken good care of it, but the fact that the engines never died—let's go like, drive that survived, car. It fucking survived. Minnesota winter at negative forty degree yeah. wind chill, and it started up the next morning, like. As old as it was, a and decade it came and from a half Florida. Old. That car can adapt. That car can adapt, <laughs> which is why I call her Old Bessie. Old and, Bessie, and, and she, is, she, is, she is my partner. Old Old Bessie has never old let me Bessie. down. Never let me down, <laughs> and I will take care of her until the moment her engine stops running. And okay. I will not be upset about that moment either. I'll be like, you it know, was like, a good life. You, you, you <laughs> did your service. You took me to and from Minnesota countless times. You, you, you were a soldier. You survived yeah. brutal winters when it was not necessary. She, she passed through many hands. She passed yeah. through many hands. She is a family heirloom. And she still runs to this day. Oh, wow. So I imagine in this coming decade, I'll have to say farewell to old Bessie. Okay. But um, but yeah, no, it's uh, anyway. That no, was kind I of love my, it. I think that's my, a great way kind of divergent. I think tangent. that's a great way to end, bringing it back to just love and joy around the Christmas season. Great man, just very appreciative of the vehicle. What a great Christmas gift this is. Like I, because I know how much you hate winters in Chicago. Yeah. So the fact Winter that you're sucks. the fact that you're back for Christmas, like that's such a present. I yeah, love it. Good. That's awesome. Honestly, if it's like, if I see the forecast and it's like ten degrees, I mean, I already <laughs> you're my hopping ticket. on the next plane out. I already bought my ticket, but like, no, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, not gonna no deal with it. Way yes. Am I yeah. doing that? Right. But yeah. I guess that concludes things on this very special episode of Stream of Thought. Mm, we we have not gone away. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> you're we, we're, we're right. I know. If you're people, binge listening. People, we never left. We never left. You know what's going to be really weird is people who are still subscribed to us who haven't gotten notifications yeah. for like months. Yeah. Are going to see this new episode? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What sure. is this episode? But anyway, um, yeah. So this was us just doing our our standard stream of thought, and it was it was a beautiful experience, a Christmas present. So, um, yeah. With that, we say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy 
Happy New, New Year, Year, and hope this new decade treats you as good as we think it's going to treat us. Yeah, and for those who don't celebrate Christmas or New Year's Eve, happy holidays. Dang, I can't believe it's gonna hit 200,000 still. This is gonna happen. It's gonna it's, happen. It's literally gonna Three happen. miles away from 200,000 miles. To, wow. Like, drive around the block or whatever. Yeah. And we're, gonna, we're gonna get there. We are gonna get there. I, this is crazy. I mean, literally. This is part of history. Part of history. Old Bessie. Old, cranking old, old out 200,000. And I can't believe mm. you guys got this car with, you know, 100 miles on it or whatever it was. Like, your grandma got it through, like, the German couple, your grandmother, it's your sister, me. your brother, back to your sister, and now to you. This place is, this car has been all over the place. Yeah, it, is. it really has been all over the place. North to south, east to west. It's like that, that Johnny Cash, I've been everywhere, man. I've been, go left. I've been everywhere. Uh, wow. Now we're at 98, two miles. Two miles. Oh shit, maybe that was the right way. I can't remember. I always get I used to get confused. Alright. Well, oh no no, no this is good. Bryant. Yeah, no no, no this is good. Bryant, go down just go down Bryant all the way. What's funny is that Lindy and John are probably also behind Well actually Lindy would have gone the other way. John is probably behind us though. Ah. Oh wait, is Lindy behind us too? I don't know. Maybe. Can't imagine any other cars being on the road right now at four o'clock in the morning. Gets to like one ninety nine. I'm watching it. For, yeah, I'm watching I, it for you, and then you. we'll pull over and take yes. a photo. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Man, oh man. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're like. I'm just anticipating. Anticipating. Well, the underpass to where I used to live is about to Ben Franklin. Here is about a mile, so okay. it'll go to ninety nine here in a, in a hot second. Maybe a little longer. Glenbard West to my house is a little. It was about a mile. Oh right, right. So, who's the police? No. Don't fucking. So I bet by the end of this block, I bet it'll be 199. Let's see. There's the stop sign coming up. It's it's funny because you can't see the tenths of a mile. Right. It's just gonna change all of a sudden to 99, and then. 
Wow. Looks like here we're going 30 miles an hour, so that's 60 seconds. So, a minute. So, I'm guessing right at the stop sign. Yeah, right around here. Come on. Right here, it'll be... According to our calculations, I feel like the aeronaut, you know? Calculating away. Exactly. And I'm guessing right... Right here. Garbage come on. Right come now. on. Okay. Right. All right. Nope. Next garbage can. <laughs> No, the garbage can uh, after that. Dragging, All right, we're, we're going into the block here. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna have to go around the block. What the hell? This is the longest mile. We are uh, totally no, off. Thing. Not, no, we're yeah. really off. There we go. This. Wow, it All just right. hit 99. Okay. It just hit 99. All right. So 199,990,990. When I pull in, yeah, we can go around my block. Wow. All it'll take is me pulling in. That'll be a mile. Okay. Wow. This is this is literally going if, to work out perfectly. If they pull, if we pull into my driveway and it's two hundred, it hits two hundred thousand, and that is forward again. That is the perfect, the perfect night. That will cap it all it, off. It really will be the encapsulation of. All right. So then go left phenomenal. here, and then we're gonna turn, make the first left once you go. Here. We might have to go around the block. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. This, this could be it. This could be it. Crank up the tunes. I think this will be it. Maybe a celebratory smoke when it hits 200. Fuck yeah. Hell Absolutely. yeah. Wow. This is going to be the highlight of my trip back. And I don't even Here care. It's gonna be awesome. Here we go. Yeah, keep your eyes on the road. I'll watch the odometer. Alright. There's that moment though where it's like. I know, I know you wanna watch it. Feel free to look down every so often. I was looking at the odometer. Oh, now. Yeah, okay, now head back. Yeah, we'll see. Closer. The 
going. I mean, this is the street, but you go farther down. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at the, uh, well, the odometer the whole time. Yo, two hundred thousand! Wow, old Bessie, two hundred thousand miles. All right, where's? Are you gonna take a picture? Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is it right here. Oh, right. Do you want me to pull in the park? Yeah, pull up right here. Yeah. Wow, two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand as we pull in. Who would have thought? Alright, so... What a night. I want to, uh... I want to do a little video here. For 40 cents? What the fuck is that? Alright, whatever. Oh, that's why my... The seat warmer's on. Oh, like, why, so freaking, <laughs> like, why is your ass... Why am I so freaking hot right now? So... I'm here with... One of my Your best friends in the, in the world, and we are celebrating a very special moment in the life of my dear car, old Bessie. We've gotten 200, well, I don't know, I don't know what the best way to, to do that, but 200,000 miles, been in the family for multiple generations, 2006 Hyundai Sonata, it is a, it is a trooper, and I... Part of the reason why I didn't go to Neil's because you because I wanted I, I wanted it to be a special moment and the fact that tonight <laughs> for all the excursions that we went to yeah it ended up literally perfectly I yeah. took a wrong turn getting in but as we pulled in to the driveway um, yeah that was, was perfect. perfect so um, happy two hundred thousand old Bessie happy two hundred thousand old Bessie all right.